When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it was a disgraceful performance and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast's first ever attempt at presenting something live. I don't know who... That is echoing in the background, but yeah, someone is. I'll sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a smooth start that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, today, we'll be making our predictions for the 2021 IPL. We'll be diving into a bank of questions we've received on Twitter, and then we'll be responding to whatever is going on in the live chat. Probably loads of abuse, if it's anything like the pre-stream comments that we saw. Um, I'm Jack Hope, and today I'm joined by Ross Legg. How are you doing? Ross Leg could not be better. Thanks, uh, thanks for organising the uh, live stream. This can only go well. <laughs> and Matro Brown, how are you doing, Matro Brown? Hello, yeah, very good. Thank you. Looking forward to the IPL getting underway, and also the county championship that started today as well. So the cricket, cricket's back, cricket's on. Yeah, it is. Uh, and finally, is Dan Weston, our favourite cricket analyst. How are you doing, Dan? Well, I was better this morning before Leicester started playing Hampshire in, in the aforementioned county championship. But uh, yeah, all good. Yeah, well, good. sorry you're doing just as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Ross, before we get into, uh, well, our predictions, we're going to kick off with the predictions. Um, would you like to give our listeners, our viewers, people watching live a few messages? Yep, you should like and subscribe to our videos and follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Gurleen Singh. Saying Spurs suck doesn't affect me. Uh, honestly, water <laughs> off a duck's back. I know we suck. It's okay. Uh, it's, right. kind of like, it's kind of like being an RCB fan, being a Spurs fan. So you've got to get used to it. <laughs> no, don't RCB uh, still expect to win things? <laughs> Max, we're going to kick off with predictions. I think you've uh, volunteered to host this mini segment of the show uh, before we get into the listener interaction. Um, over to you. Yeah. Um, yes, as you said, I think it's uh, the best way to start this off is to uh, start strong and put our necks on the line with some predictions. Um, so I thought we could we could ease into that by predicting who's going to win the IPL. Something something nice and uh, nice and important. Um, I, so do we have four people here who are going to say Mumbai Indians are going to win, or can we start with someone who's going to present a convincing argument that actually one of the other seven who are actually involved in this tournament might have something to say about it? Uh, who would like to go first? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm wrestling with the live chat, which has apparently gone wrong, so I'm just going to do some <laughs> technical stuff right. uh, before I volunteer my prediction. All right, we'll throw it over to you, Ross, then. Uh, what, do you, what do we reckon? Mumbai, or, or is someone else going to... I think Mumbai, I think Mumbai are definitely the team to beat. They are so strong. And I think Max, on one of the preview shows, you said it's only been six months since the last tournament. So it's not like they've got a year for things to go wrong. People are actually in a bit of form. And last year, I think nearly every single one of their batsmen 
was in a purple patch of form so there is that bit where how long can that last for actually for six months and the, the amount of cricket they play it could well be okay um I think in terms of the rest of the field this year, I think other than Rajasthan Royals, actually all of the teams have improved. And I think there is a piece there where it's going to be really interesting to see who actually makes those playoffs. Yeah, very, very, uh, so very much uh, one for the, for the Mumbai Indians camp then. Uh, Dan, do we have anything different from you or are we, uh, are we two for two on this? Yeah, we're two for two. Um, <laughs> I reckon that they win the tournament five times out of ten. So overwhelming favourites. I mean, that's obviously massive in an eight-team comp. So, yeah, they're a team to beat, no doubt about that. Yeah, and uh, and Jack, have you if fi- you fi- firstly have you fixed the live chat, and secondly, <laughs> I have question. fixed the live chat. I have fixed the live chat. Slow mode is now on, so nobody can spam Ross with Spurs suck over and over again. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot that's, us. that's the kind of thing that happens, isn't it, when you do these <laughs> live events? People people can do that. That's. Uh, it's on 30 seconds to give everyone a chance to contribute and to give us a chance to read uh, questions and stuff. If that's not good, uh, I guess we'll change it again. Um, my predictions. Well, Mumbai are obviously the favourites for all the reasons that Ross and Dan just mentioned. Uh, and, you know, it is frankly hard to build a case for any particular team to have a realistic chance of overcoming them. However, T20, as we've discussed, it's like one of our favourite topics on this podcast. It's a high-variance high sport, isn't it? Um, and really bad teams can beat really good ones. Uh, see, for example, Rajasthan Royals' recent record v Mumbai Indians. I think they've won five of the last six meetings between the, the, the two sides. Now, Rajasthan Royals are definitely not a better cricket team than Mumbai. But, you know, you get a little bit of luck on the day. Ben Stokes goes ballistic. And, you know, it's game over, isn't it? So I think there is the possibility that, that one of the other playoff contenders could overturn Mumbai in, 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 a, in one or two of those playoff matches. Uh, I think Sunrise has hired Jabrata, got the bowling to do it. I think Royal Challengers Bangalore have got the star power to do it. Um, and I actually think, you know, my other playoff, to the, the other team I think will make the playoffs, uh, Punjab Kings, I think they're all round, maybe equipped to kind of sometimes go toe-to-toe with Mumbai. Um, that's a really long way of saying it's three for three. Mumbai Indians <laughs> are going to win the IPL, Max. <laughs> uh, very good. But you did... You that's did... it, podcast done. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> see you next time. Um, you did touch on something there, though, um, which I, I was sort of, oh well, hoping to to move towards after uh, everybody roundly said, and obviously, for, for what it's worth, I also think Mumbai Indians will probably win the IPL because that's... You know, the the evidence is stacked in their favour. But uh, as you uh, have brought up, Jack, it's possible that if you can get to the final, something something could happen. You know, there are you don't have to play Mumbai Indians to to play Mumbai Indians in the final, assuming they uh, assuming they win, win the uh, win the group and, and win the, the first eliminator. So who could that person that that team be? Jack, you've you've suggested a, a few names, um, but Ross, I'll come to you. Who who do you think could be the surprise or the uh, the uh, the kryptonite to Mumbai Indians in the final? Is it is it if Rajasthan Royals make it? Are they are they favourites? Max, um, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but genuinely, I think Sunrisers Hyderabad. After all the abuse that I've given you <laughs> last, last season, I think there is just a bit there over the season that could well be a bit where they have the opportunity to do um it's just how 
long they can go into the tournament. Them playing at Chennai is a huge benefit with the bowling lineup that I think they've got. And actually, if they can record kind of three wins straight off the bat, immediately they put themselves in a great position. Is you want Dan? Is it about eight wins you want to qualify for the? Yeah, for, for the Sometimes you can probably wing it with seven and a decent net run, right? But mm-hmm. but yeah, eight's pretty safe. Right. So sunrises cool. for you, um, Dan. Anything um, any anything else that you you have to add? Yeah, definitely. I'm actually agreeing with Jack here, and I think that Punjab Kings, if they structure up well, uh, could be a surprise package. Um, they've got match winners on on their day. Uh, they've got Chris Gale. They've got Nicholas Puran. They in, that last year their their bowling numbers were terrible, but then they've also invested a lot of money in Jai Richardson, who can hopefully um, plug that gap. Like to see Ish and Perel get some game time as well for local bowlers. Um, they're probably lacking a elite proven leg spinner. Hopefully, Bishnoi can step up and, and and do that for them. It's an interesting one with with Punjab Kings though because if they pick the eleven that I think that they should pick, or sort of the 12, 13 core players that, that I think they should pick, they could go really well. But they could also pick really you know, like guys like Henriquez and Chris Jordan and people like that, and and, and go really badly. So it's all, it's all about their strategy, really. I and mean, it's it's certainly difficult to say confidently that they're going to get to the final or really challenge Mumbai. But I think if they if they strategize well, they probably could. Nice. Uh, yeah, Max, as, as yeah, I, I, I think I tipped it a little bit, didn't I? When I, I, I said Punjab Kings as the the other team that could beat Mumbai if they make the playoffs, or or the yeah. other team that I thought would make the playoffs. I I really rate Punjab Kings. Um, I I think they're the dark horse, but I think they're the uh, they're only the dark horse because they're called Punjab Kings. If you looked at <laughs> these teams on paper, um, I, I think you'd probably rank them reasonably high uh, in 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 the IPL or in the in, of the eight teams in the IPL. Um, so yeah, you know, very much um, uh, a fan of of yeah. It's a new and name it... though, Jack, isn't it? It's a new name. They've shed they've shed the moniker of Kings Eleven, and uh, well, and no well, longer will they be perennial losers. And now their well, Kings happens. will be bringing on a a, a new a, a new era of T Twenty cricket. I think. Look what happened to Delhi Capitals when they changed their names from Capitals to Daredevils. Rubbish as the Daredevils, and now they're basically unbeatable as the Capitals. They made the playoffs two or two, uh, runners-up last year. Um, Ross, we have a super chat. You're, you're Mr. Super Chat. Um, would you like to super read chat. it out? And also, everyone else, you should also do the super chat. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we've got one from Bro Barber, who um, has got Barack Obama as his picture with a bowl cut, which um, I, I can respect so much. I mean, if it's him and it looks like that, that excellent, great haircut from your mum there, mate. Um, he says, thank you so much, guys, for having such an amazing, informative podcast of cricket. What do you guys think is the biggest weakness of RCB? He thinks it's the death bowling and middle overs batting. Um, Max, as you've asked all the questions so far, I'm going to come to you on this one. Um, who, what do you think here, mate? Yeah, so I think... Um... So spot on with the with the death bowling having uh well brought in uh, a replacement for Chris Morris who isn't really anything like Chris Morris. Um although he is a fast bowler who can hit the ball down the order, um, as uh, as I think we've mentioned on on previous shows, uh, he doesn't fit like the same kind of profile in where he will bowl those overs. And on top of that, he is just not actually proven as uh, as as uh, as, a, as a quantity uh, in T Twenty cricket. And obviously, we haven't seen him in the IPL. And uh, his recent form in that series against uh, Australia was not great, <laughs> to say the least. So that is definitely a concern. Um, I think. 
you mentioned star power with RCB just then, Jack, on uh, on them, and I think that is that is a thing um, that that will be really interesting. If like if those players go well, then they do have the middle order batting, um, and it and then also there's there's a there's, there is a question in there as whether one of the uh, the uh, the ex, the other Indian players in the squad will will step up. But I think uh, for me, what the their main weakness is just the depth of their squad because they're really they're really thin uh, in terms of backups. So like they're they're like top. 10 11 players are really good and could challenge any team on their day but as soon as you have a couple of people unavailable whether it's uh injuries it could be it could be covid it could be international call-ups anything anything like that then suddenly when you when those uh those backups that come in aren't even aren't even close to the level that they've uh, they've got in the first team so i think that could be where they where they struggle this year Brilliant. Um, can i I'll, I'll go next if you don't mind um i i think that their middle order batting this year should be somewhat solved because they're moving Coley out of that position. Um, I think he's a better option as an opener. Uh, I don't really like the way he plays in in the middle order. I think he'll be a good opener. Um, I also think that him not being there and being replaced by Glenn Maxwell is a big upgrade, assuming Glenn Maxwell turns up and and not this other guy that's been impersonating <laughs> Glenn Maxwell in India for the last decade and a bit or Maxwell um, <laughs> Maxwell Glenn <laughs> so so i i think their middle order batting wise not not such a weakness they might have a little bit of a problem at the death i think um i, I don't know if they end up using sort of washington sundar in that role that's not great, I don't think. Uh, I was I was on a, a different podcast yesterday, and everyone was telling me that Mohammed Azaruddin is the is the business. So if he turns out to be the business, then then possibly he solves that death hitting um, position. I think he'll wicket keep for them as well. And then uh, bowling wise, I mean, death bowling is the problem, isn't it? Like it's it it, it is where where they are weakness, and I, and I I, I think. And Dan, maybe you can sort of come in on this, but I, I think they might have the personnel to offset that slightly in the other two phases. So I'm thinking the power play and the middle overs portion of the, the bowling innings. I think their their bowling matches up pretty well versus some of the other IPL teams. And I think they might be able to save runs in, say, the first 15 overs of a match. Uh, albeit they'll hand a bunch of them back when, like, Siraj is bowling the, the 19th over or something but if they can if it, I, I, when I look at T20 I think if you can be good in two of the three bowling phases then you'll probably be a decent T20 team I, 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 that could be mental Dan you're an analyst uh, what do yeah. you reckon? <laughs> I'm really key on the death bowling clarity in, a, in an ideal world you have two players who bowl 17 and 19 and 18 and 20 and I just don't see it with RCB at all. Um, their, their death bowling is is an absolute mess, in my opinion. And, and the other problem is is that uh, obviously if Coley bats at the top of the order, then life's good probably. Um, but if he bats in the middle overs, we've seen what happens. He has a really bad boundary percentage. He lacks boundary, boundary intent, and it's very very difficult to post above above par scores with that approach. And the problem is with that mediocre death bowling you're going to need to post above pass scores and, and that's that's kind of the the crux of the problem I think Jack also you mentioned about Washington Sundar batting at like seven probably for for RCB and he that's a finisher role that he's probably not suited at and hopefully I, I've got penciled in Azaruddin at six probably as, as a finisher for them so hopefully he can take take the heat off Sundar there as well 
Shall we bounce back to finish off the predictions? We've got a couple more super chats here, but if we wrap up the predictions, we'll go back to them. We'll do the Twitter. We'll go back to the chat. Good. Sounds good. Just just saying a SpongeBob character has called me sexy. So, I mean, (laughs) things I didn't expect to happen on a Thursday on a live YouTube. Was it Patrick? um, Yeah, yeah, it was Patrick. (laughs) I think it was a similar complexion to what I have. So, uh, thank you very much. (laughs) Right, Um, (laughs) yes. Uh, Well, after that brief interlude, thank you, Ross. Uh, Yeah, back to the predictions. So, we've we've tried to stir up a little bit of debate over who might win. Uh, It was a difficult thing to do in a a one-horse race, but we've managed to get there. Um, So, now we'll move on to something that's probably got a bit more uh, about it in terms of uh, options and debate uh, which is the destination of the much desired coloured caps uh, so last year Kale Rahul took the orange cap with uh, with seven, 670 uh, runs and Kahisa Rabada took home the purple cap with uh, 30 wickets which was three clear of the next best challenger um, so very simple questions to, to you guys who will be uh, taking those those caps that headwear this year and uh, i'll start with you jack since as you went you went last last time uh right so so let's start with the wicket taker i think rashid khan would be my pick for uh is it purple orange you know, purple. purple okay yeah um, maybe, maybe we won't have as much debate as i thought then on this one <laughs> um my reasoning for that though uh, is that I think... Or, so I think that will happen if Bhuvneshwar Kumar plays the whole IPL. So I think that him opening the bowling and him bowling death overs puts the squeeze on teams in the middle overs. So they can't do what they did against SRH last year, which was basically block out the, the stint from Rashid Khan and hope for the best. Um, Bhuvi means that... Or Bhuvi in form, as we saw him against England anyway... He means that you have to score runs um, against some other bowlers as well. And it's that kind of that tiered approach uh, or, that, or that, 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 that tier of good bowling creates pressure uh, and, uh, and probably the opportunities for Rashid Khan to take wickets. If not, then I think Rabada over the tournament is probably a good shout. To, mm-hmm. to, to, uh, I've forgotten the cap colour again. Sorry. Purple. Yeah. Wickets. <laughs> The wickets cap, yeah. Why don't we, why don't we dispense cap. with colours? I thought I was the one who was a bit colour blind. Um, okay, well, uh, Jack, you've you've uh, you've pinned your colours with. Uh, well, I'll leave colours out of it with you, but uh, you've you've gone for Rashid Khan, um, Ross. I I believe you are in the the same camp uh, as as Rashid Khan. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jack has just gone into my Google Notes and gone right. I'm going to take exactly what he was talking about. As honestly, word for word, talking about Boovy and actually not being able to look at uh, treat uh, Sunrise of Hyderabad in the same way. Exactly that bit. Um, I think if Mumbai Indians are going to stand like, a chance of really performing in Chennai, then their spinners have to step up here. And I was quite impressed with Chaha, and I think that there's an opportunity for him to actually make a real mark, and instead of just being that kind of not a bit player, that's probably a bit too harsh, but really be in that position where he goes, I am the frontline spinner for these guys. Um, I don't think um, Chawla or Chawla, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm definitely going to get it wrong of how I say that, but Donut Boy, as I prefer to call him, um, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to uh, bring home um, kind of the wickets that they're looking for in that. Um, over the tournament, you have always got to look at how many wickets obviously that they're going to take in the group stage not and don't really concern yourself with the uh, last few games I don't think sometimes um so I'm going to still have to stick with Rashid Khan as well with uh with, with Jack so uh, right. so so boring I need to need to go for someone else <laughs> yeah unfortunately I've also plumped for, for Rashid Khan um, <laughs> oh, I did I did also write down the point about three. yeah I did write down the point about Boovy being back uh, to provide a bit more depth <laughs> but uh, there was another thing that I uh, I'd sort of picked up on 
one with uh, Rashid Khan, which has um, come thanks to Dan Wesson, who's provided us with some lovely charts about IPLs uh, and grounds and, and things. Um, they're very interesting. And um, what I noticed was that, uh, so Sunrisers Hyderabad have got five games at Chennai and they've got uh, also games at, uh, at Delhi and, and Kolkata. And there was a chart which suggested that um, those are the three grounds that with spin have the uh, high, the lowest uh, balls per wicket. Uh, and uh, and that sort of is something that's really going to play to Rashid Khan's uh, strengths, obviously, um, being a spinner and being uh, apparently the best spinner in the world. So um, that is sort of, that was my two pence on why Rashid Khan would also be... Uh, be in the running for that one. Um, Dan, please tell me that you've got someone else. Uh, kind of, but then you've kind of talked me into Rashid Khan. It's Shabazz Nadeem, isn't it? Your left hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to take about 15 wickets in those five matches in Chennai alone, basically. Um, I mean, I think spinner-wise, he's, he's got it locked up. I'm going to go for a, a different name in paces. I think Jack mentioned Rabada, but he's probably going to miss the first one or two matches of the comp. So I'm going to go for Bumrah just because he's pretty much guaranteed to play like minimum 16 games. Mm. Yeah, numbers game. We'll yeah. go for yeah, the absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll go for go for probabilities. Um, great. So we'll 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 snake back round then. Um, Dan, orange cap. That's the batting for you for you, Jack. Okay, so. We've taken a lot of flack in the comment chat over the last month or so about Virat Kohli. Hopefully a lot of love by saying that I think if Kohli opens, he will get the orange cap because he's going to bat through so many innings. And, Man's and... been reading my notes now. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd, how'd, you kick, how'd you kick Dale off the podcast or the live stream? I don't <laughs> Put him in the waiting room to cool off. He'll play like so many 70 or 50 type innings that will just accumulate to a mammoth amount of runs if he opens the batting. So I'll go with Kohli. Yeah. Well, of course, Kale Rahul last year um, topped the run charts reasonably comfortably, but he didn't do it at the at the quickest uh, rate, certainly um, not quicker than, than those in the few places below him. And yeah, I... Uh, I, I will just zoom past me because Dan said what I was going to say. So, uh, uh, Ross, over to you. Yeah, I think uh, I think Virat is a good shout, Dan, and uh, pains to uh, agree with you on that one. But I think, um, Max, you mentioned K.L. Rahul there. And actually, I think the way in which Pun- uh, Kings Punjab, Punjab Kings, Kings Eleven Punjab, whatever the branding King is. Legends. I think that they are in a position again to re- replicate that. And I think there is a piece for KL Rahul where he does need to go up that next level of gears, but he's, he's proven that he can hit the hit the runs and he's proven he can be in that position. Um, what I do think is that this is a real chance for someone who's playing uh, their games at Mumbai to actually get off to an absolute flyer. And the fact that Shikhar Darwan will be opening up every single game for Delhi Capitals and what, did he hit is it two centuries is it last year? He definitely hit one, but he, he got close enough to two. And I just back. think, yeah, so someone in that vein, in that team, I think Delhi could do really well there. And so um, I reckon Shikha Darwan or KL Rahul for me. All right. And Jack? Uh, well, so I've gone I've gone KL or uh, Virat. Uh, we did see, I saw Rohit's um, super chat about uh, kicking, kicking KL Rahul out of the, the Punjab Kings uh, team. I think that might be a bit harsh. I, I actually think he could be in line for a good... A good season. I mean, he has to adapt his game a little bit, particularly after the power play ends. But I, I, I in the IPL, I think Kyle Rahul is is, is money. Um, 
<laughs> there are a couple of other dark horses that I'd like to point out, really, from an England point of view. I think if Bearstow opens every single game for SRH, there is the possibility that he could, over the, the, the 40 matches, um, put together uh, a pretty hot streak. Not Jason Roy. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Jason Roy will be the one. Uh, I think that that probably also applies to Butler. I mean, obviously the problem with Bearstow is that he he is playing five matches in Chennai, and you know, will they be as high scoring? Maybe not. But he is again as an opener primed to you know be the guy who who could score loads of runs for SRH. And I, I think the other thing, the other factor to be in, in, involved there, is that. Uh, Warner, we expect to probably not play every single game, which means that there is more chance of Bearstow playing more matches. So if I was going to take like, a, if I had a fiver and someone said you can't go for one of the favourites, I'd, I'd be maybe tempted to put it on Bearstow. Um, I, I liked Ross's argument about Shikha Darwan. He was on my list of potential winners as well. I think what this sort of highlights, though, overall, is that awarding, giving an award out for top run scorer is probably not the best way of deciding who the best batter across an IPL is. Because I don't think any of these players that we're talking about will necessarily be the key man uh, when it comes to winning matches for their side. Dan, I know you've talked about an alternative metric in this mm-hmm. area. What would, do you want to just talk our listeners through what, how you would choose the best batter in an IPL? Yeah, so... I don't like the rule where you, you get the orange cap if you're the, the get the most runs because it just promotes a defensive mentality, which is not ideal for T20 cricket. Um, yeah, it's a decent chance that a player scoring 500 odd runs at a strike rate of 120 is actually a liability rather than, than an asset. But yeah, he, that player might get the orange cap, which is just nuts in my view. Um, I'm not a massive fan of what they call Basra, which is batting average strike rate added uh, for recruitment purposes. But it might actually be applicable here if you throw in like a minimum amount of balls faced. As a, as a criteria so you could say like minimum 200 balls faced or something like that the ba- the basra for gets the uh gets a green cap or something like that um <laughs> <laughs> but i also like the idea of a cap so maybe we could have a few different caps maybe some players might actually wear multiple caps at the same time which would be quite fun there's um, going to be a new range coming out soon yeah <laughs> by Altros, probably <laughs> but that another it's the, it's the perfect be- hat for a medium-sized hatch Back. <laughs> Isn't it the safest one as well? Yeah, the gold standard of caps. Thanks, Michael Slater. So, so in honour of the Altros, we could have the gold cap for the highest boundary hitter in the tournament as well. Yeah. I, I'd like that. I think I think there should be... I mean, they have that in baseball, don't they? They have like the, the silver slugger and um, mm. uh, at various different positions. Right. Um, do you want to do a, a quick fire round, Jack, of predictions before we move on to the questions? Just uh, very quick answers. Who's coming last? Ross? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the worst thing for me, and in the chat, people have been putting Ben Stokes in as the winner of the Orange Cap, because potentially he's going to open the batting. Joss Butler could well open the batting. They are going to have to have the tournament of their life if Rajasthan Royals aren't going to finish bottom. The fact that the fact that the fact that Jofra Archer is out, like that is that is huge. Like Chris Morris is now is going to have to try and pick up that Jofra Archer mantle, and that's the most expensive player in IPL history. 
he should be able to try and step into those shoes, but that's not how it works, right? Um, I think if they would have had Archer and Morris, then CSK would probably come last because they're all a bunch of old duffers. But at the moment, I think the CSK are going to be better than Rajasthan Royals and the Royals will finish last regardless of the heroics that go from them. Cool. I mean, when I said quick answers, what I had in my head was just the name of a team. But thank you. That was Rajasthan Royals. <laughs> Jack. Uh, yeah, I think the Rajasthan Royals, because of what, everything Ross said, um, the, on Joffre Archer as well, all of the good sources in the UK are suggesting he won't be at the IPL at all. So um, it seems it would seem unlikely. They're in trouble. Yeah. Dan? <laughs> um, if Archer's out Rajasthan, because basically it's impossible to chase 220 in every single match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if if uh, if he does play, say like ten matches, then CSK, no doubt, no doubt. I, mean, I just don't see where their runs are going to come from, and they've got just the oldest team that I think I've ever seen in a franchise competition. And so, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm just going to go CSK anyway because they're not playing at home and the aforementioned reasons of uh, average age um great so predictions done um do we oh, do we have some uh, some more questions that for for us yeah we do and um, max this, there's always bits where you love the rules when it comes to everything you love the rules what is your right. opinion on, on the timing of t20 because uh, ashwin k uh, what's your take on 90 minutes for 20 overs and if not in two consecutive matches the captain we banned for a game so when we when we when we're watching some of the ODIs and watching some of the T20s, they took forever. Morgan and Coley, both big brain cricketers, trying to figure out the best thing to do. Coley running off and asking Rohit Sharma what to do took a bit of time. Um, but there is the bit where Max, w- what do you think should be happening there for a slow over rate? Um, I, well, I think I'm supportive of of actual of something to being put in to make sure games uh, move on because, as you said, the, those sort of last few overs were quite uh, they did drag, and we do have the uh, the strategic timeouts which uh, which do allow for a bit of um, tactical thought. So, um, thinking about when you use them, maybe uh, maybe having having that uh, those rules enforced makes you think a bit more about when you would use them. Um, uh, ninety minutes mm-hmm. seems quite quick, though. Uh, I, 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 I think that is quite quick, and I think it seems like a bit of a heavy-handed punishment to, to ban ban someone. I mean, what they've got in the blast is sort of like a cutoff time, and if you miss the cutoff time, then you get for every over you are out by they add runs to the opposing total. And I think that is, I prefer that um, because it's there's an actual like instant. Um, instant uh punishment for that whereas with the you're, you're benefiting another team if you take the captain out in a future game um yeah. which i don't think is necessarily the right way to to go about it uh the the, the one problem i i do have with these sort of time things it's very difficult um to see where the consistency comes in of how they're actually applied I, i've seen occasions where i mean i'm just going to go on a rant about about peter trego now but there was there was a i was going to say never give max no, a, a real question was a, it's there, the was a sorry, there was a sorry game <laughs> where they missed the cutoff time pr- pretty much because peter trego was just being a dick in the middle of the pitch and like taking ages in between overs and the umpires weren't adding time on so there you do have to be hot on that and make sure that you're aware that it can there can be some hijinks from the other team but um, I hope that if, hope that's some if, sort uh, of answer. <laughs> if um, Coley or Doni are eligible for a ban because of this slow over rate, do, does the match referee go, sorry, my watch wasn't working that day? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the thing, right? I, I, I am against banning players when it comes to that kind of stuff. I think we saw that Rabada was banned for kind of an aggressive outburst. You miss out on the best players playing against the other best players. So I always think that is the wrong decision. Um, Jack, let's go to a more... 
cryptic one. It's about King Legend Rahul um, from Rohit Singhania. Um, don't you think Punjab Kings would be a much better team if we throw the legend out? Um, we don't need foundation players in T20 these days. Um, couldn't we replace him with David Milan? Uh, well, that's a, it's a similar question to the one that Gerling's just asked. And thank you, Gerling. That's five pounds, boys. That's a lot of money. That's um, Thank you very much for that. He 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 basically said, are we being a bit too harsh on Kale Rahul? Um, because last year he batted in a different way because Maxwell kept failing. I think no. I think if you get through the power play, um, then as an opener, you're sort of responsible for keeping that fast start going. There were so many times last year when when Kings Eleven, as they they the artists formerly known as Kings Eleven, would be sort of 60 for none after the power play, and then only be on 90 sort of after 11 overs. And you're sort of like, why have you slowed down so much over the next five? Mm. So I think I think he, he you know, he's got to be a little bit more progressive. I also don't I don't hate KL Rahul as much as you do or as much as Rohit does. I, I think there is sort of a role for him. He just has to play a little bit differently in those middle overs because he costs his team. But he basically, he costs his team the ability to capitalise on all of the good work he's done until that point. He's, he completely sabotages his own, um, his own quite impressive, the, the, the thing he does that's quite impressive. Can he just tread on his own stumps then after six overs? Uh, we had another super chat. I think Ross's internet might be a little bit dodgy. He's just drinking a glass of water there. Dan, it was directed at you. Um, which three Mumbai Indians players would you retain for next year? I didn't catch the names, so it's just disappeared wow. from the screen. So. That's a question and a half. Um, I think that you have to retain Bumrah, no doubt about that, best best pace bowler in the, in the comp, which is a scarce resource. You also have to pick another scarce resource player, Hardit Pandya. There's just no one in the domestic market who can hit like Hardit Pandya. Uh, then it's kind of more questionable from there in terms of who you go for. I, would, I wouldn't I would go for Rohit because he's the oldest player in their group right now and he's cost a lot of money as well. So he may be someone that you either look to buy back at auction or you let someone else take the hit in terms of the eventual decline that he's likely to exhibit. Um, so maybe Kishan would be a, a fun choice for the third. Uh, I like that. I like mm. that. Um, I, I, I think, I mean, if Ishan Kishan's good again next year, then, then he... Uh, well, I mean, he's nailed on, isn't he, to be to be retained? Yeah. Um, should we should we head over to some of the Twitter questions that we had before the live stream started? Because um, I know I, I, we've curated these slightly because I know that some people did some research on some certain stuff. So Harshit has asked, and Ross, I'll direct this at you. Um, can the likes of Quinton de Kock, uh, mm-hmm. Ishan Kishan, uh, who like pace on the ball, adapt to slowish surfaces of Chennai and Delhi? So I think um, I think. <sighs> is that they are elite level players, right? And regardless of where you're playing, you are going to be expected to hit these runs. And I think playing in India, they have done before, playing in the UAE, it's not a dramatic, it's not completely dramatic, the level in change. Um, Quinta de Kock has also got a century playing against Ashwin and Jadeja when he played for South Africa, but he's also been out a hell of a lot to spin bowling in India. Um, so there is going to be questions there where he's going to have to prove himself kind of yet again, even though he is an elite level South African. Um, I think the likes of Ishan Kishan and Sky have proven themselves regardless of the conditions, regardless of kind of um, the bowlers they're coming up against. And the same goes for Rohit Sharma. Um, I think Mumbai will be absolutely fine because of their approach that they've taken and the approach that they have to batting anyway. Um, we might not see kind of blistering scores of kind of 240 at Chennai, but actually they will probably push the limits. And with the stats that Dan, you sent through earlier, I think 
they're a little bit warped because of how good CSK were. And I think actually Mumbai are now that team who are really, really strong. And you'll see actually a, a, a correction in those and you'll see um, you'll see Mumbai do really well and adapt. Dan, I've got a question for you sort of following up on, on that. And maybe you want to talk about why people talk about Chennai's stadium, so the Chepok so regularly when it, when it, when it comes to conditions. Um, so considering... The, this is, comes from Vicky on Twitter again. So considering that Chennai Super Kings are not playing in Chennai, do you think that the curators are going to make a spin-friendly track or not? So, Dan, it's hard to speculate on that, but maybe you you can. Uh, and maybe you can also explain um, how much of an impact the conditions that, let's face it, uh, MS Dhoni is asking for at the Chipork Stadium, uh, how much of an impact they have had on... Chennai's results historically in the IPL. Yeah, okay, so it's huge. Obviously, they didn't play a lot of home games in 2018 after they got readmitted because uh, there was, I can't remember the reason why, but they, they had to switch their matches, I think, to Pune uh, after one match at home in 2018. But 2019, they played a full season at home. Now, across those two years, they won a lot of tosses, which helped them really dictate the conditions, get the best of the conditions at the Chipok. Um, now, what I noticed was when I was delving through all their, their previous matches in my book for my for my book was that spin has an economy rate of about three runs and over better than pace at Chapork. And CSK consistently, pretty much every single match, bowled more spin than the opposition teams. So not only did they there was that clear bias, but they exploited that bias massively as well. And a lot of people will say, well, well, when how did how how were the opposition teams going to know that it was going to be a spinner's paradise at Chipok? Well, actually, if you look at really old historical data, including like matches in the IPL in the past and and other tournaments, internationals and stuff, it was always the same dynamic. Was, so whether Donies asked for it or not, it's always been that same dynamic. And I think my default strategy, if I was running an IPL team who was going to play like say five matches at Chipok, would be that. I would pick a minimum of three realistic spin options to bowl, look to bowl a minimum of 12 spin overs in, in that particular match. You don't necessarily have to pick three specialist spinners. You could pick two specialist spinners and maybe uh, batter out of the top six who's a, a competent spinner for matchups as well. That would be absolutely fine. But if you've got three or four spin options in your batting group, uh, your overall group, maybe two front line and one or two in your batting group, then that's, that's the perfect blend, I think, for, for playing at Chennai. Uh, we've got one question over on our super chat, Ross. I'm not 100 percent sure with how good your internet is, so I'm just going to yeah. read it out if you don't mind. I also saw um, that Dan has been uh, bet about <laughs> Rohit Sharma. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So anyway, it's from Patrick again, uh, who's just buying you a drink, Ross. Uh, little does Patrick know that I'm going to siphon off all that money and embezzle it uh, <laughs> when I <laughs> as, the, as the main account holder for this. Um, can we get a star player from each of us? that we'll root for. No analysis, just one word or, or just the name of the player. Max, you haven't spoken for a little while. Who's the star player that you're going to root for? Uh, I I can't look past this Shan Kishan. I think he's brilliant. I want to see him get better and better and better. Ross? Max, can you get a mullet and get a uh, get an earring? <laughs> I think that, that would actually fit I think in. I'm, I think I'm pretty much there with a mullet after the last lockdown, to be fair. <laughs> uh, I love Rabada. There's, there's, yeah, Rabada is always the one that I want to do well. Uh, Dan? I'm going to go a bit more left field and I'm going to look for Finn Allen because uh, I, I, I love an intent machine and he's certainly that. 
Yeah, no, nothing, nothing like showing the intent bringing on the oranges to the other players who are playing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicholas Puran, I think, is is the guy I'm most... Uh, he's not necessarily anyone under the radar, is he? But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see him. Uh, a couple more from Twitter. Uh, and this is, this is kind of... Um, well, I'm just going to ask Dan this one, I think, uh, mm-hmm. as you're the one who's done the most research. Is there an emerging player this season? Uh, this is from Rishi. Uh, who, or who you think, I, I guess, will light up the tournament? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I like Abdul Samad at Sunrisers. Uh, he kind of played a few games last season. Didn't always get a lot of balls to face in the sort of lower order hitter role. The SRH have got the worst hitting numbers for most of the years over the last four or five years. Um, they need lower order hitters, so he'll probably play. Um, he actually strikes at 113 in first class cricket, which is incredible. Uh, 128 strike rate and 50 over cricket. So he's clearly that, that intent machine in, in all formats. Um, maybe there could be some circumstances where he's pushed up the order a little bit if, if circumstances dictate as well and he needs some quick runs. But I can't wait to see how his career develops. You don't see players with his numbers at his age. So can't wait to see how he gets on this year. That's a good answer. Um, we've actually we've actually picked up, as we often do with Twitter questions, we've actually gone over a lot of the points. Lots of people asking about whether the orange cap was a, a good measure of whether a, a player's a good batter or not. Um, people asking for general predictions and so on. As uh, so the next one, and Max, I'll throw this one over to you. Uh, what are the areas, this comes from Matt, uh, what are the areas teams can target against Mumbai? So we're, we all agreed in the, in the, in the, at the beginning that Mumbai are the team to go for the team to beat this year how how do you take them down uh so i think we we might have spoken about this before but there are i think there are a couple of places that you probably can get again uh, get about them um i would say uh the second spin option is uh, a target that you can go for so um krinal pandya is uh, a very very clever bowler but uh, i think you can get after him and i think there are there are runs to be had there and um and then there's the uh well, I guess we could call it the the fourth over overseas slot, which uh, we we think will probably mean Nathan Cortonal, but it, it could end up being someone like Adam Adam Milne because uh, because as you say, Ross, uh, Nathan Cortonal isn't uh, as hot as some of the other options, so there are you can get after them, get after them there. So there, I think you just have to pick your battles. Really, you have to be really clever about how you play them and and pick the right matchups to score. I mean, often you talk about matchups about where how you're going to get people out. I think. Uh, Really, against Mumbai Indians, you want to look at matchups of where you're going to score uh, most of your most of your runs. Last year, I'd also have said go after Karen Pollard, but how much he'll bowl, I don't know. Now that um, Hardik is back and seemingly seemingly able to 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 put in the overs, um, but yeah, I think that I think they're the they're the two key areas. It's not um, not ideal, really, is it? Trying to score, uh, put together a decent score when you've got eight overs uh, that you've that you want to work with. But um, but I would say uh, if you if you can get on them, and because that, that puts pressure on the other bowls as well. And um, and uh, and I'll make the same joke that I've made before. To, uh, just um, get them to a super over and hope they bowl Trent Bolt. Um. <laughs> Last one from Twitter, and then uh, I think Ross, you said you were going to host the super chat or the the chat, regular chat. We'll take yep. we'll take non money questions as well um, portion of the the live stream. This one is from at Morgan is a fraud, um, so <laughs> <laughs> that'll probably appeal to you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's his account. <laughs> um, does uh, does Stokes and Butler 
opening makes sense for Rajasthan Royals team balance. They've got a few young openers like Jaiswal, Anu Drawat, and even uh, Manan Vora, who is a bit more experienced. Um, Ross, you can answer that. Stokes and Butler opening the batting for Rajasthan, is that their best combo? Do you like it? What would you change? So I think um, Stokes, is, Stokes has been a notoriously slow starter and he's obviously a quality player, but whether he's an elite T20 player, not entirely convinced by that. I think him opening up with Joss Butler is probably their best way to go from, from my point of view. I think Joss Butler is one of those people should, who should face as many deliveries as he possibly can do because he's just got that ability to find the boundary. And having those two opening up, in the power play could set them up for success so many times they uh, I think just they just leave something a little bit lacking batting Joss Butler at six or at five to accommodate Steve Smith last year was an aberration and that should that should not have happened at all so um, it's gonna be really exciting to see them back together but as I said when we were talking about who would finish last if those guys don't have the tournaments of their lives and kind of sitting there as orange cap holder and slightly lesser grade of orange cap holder then i think that's going to be a real issue for them um i'd add one thing to that uh, i think you're right from rajasthan royals point of view i think from an england point of view though they'd probably quite like stokes to bat six um at this ipl just to get a bit of experience in the role he'll probably still have to fulfill for england i i mean i don't think there's a number of runs that stokes could score this season that would convince england to move away from some combination of bearstow roy and Butler opening the batting. Uh, and I think there's a lot for Stokes to learn in his international role as that kind of hitter. Um, and and as, as you sort of said, Ross, his numbers there in, in that for that portion of his game aren't that great. So, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd, if I if I were going to play God, I think it would be nice to see Jaiswell open the batting uh, because he did some good things at the Under-19s World Cup about a year ago. Um and it would be good to see Stokes down the order to give him a bit more experience. Um, that pretty much wraps up Twitter. I will say uh, we had a lot of questions in from Finney, and I have not read any of them out because we did answer them at other points. But I've said his name. So hopefully that balances out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ross, uh, mm-hmm. let's go back over to uh, the, the the stream of chat. Yep. Uh, are there any good questions that you you picked up on or any themes? Uh, what's the feedback been like so far? Uh, so far, everyone loves Max. So, but well, that's uh, that's what happens all the time. So uh, <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Um, uh, Guatam has asked, is Ravi Bishnoi going to be the next spin superstar of the IPL? Jack? I, I really like Ravi Bishnoi. I think I've said that a few times in this podcast. I think I actually went as far on the Delhi Capitals um, preview I went as far as saying I would rather have Ravi Bishnoi in my team than Ravi Ashwin. Um, now, I don't know 100% if, if I agree with Jack from a week ago, but um, I, I do think he's probably an above-average spinner. And I think he's another one of those players from a, from a Punjab Kings point of view, maybe flown a bit under the radar so far, looked decent last year. If he improves a little bit and he's young, so you would think he will progress, then um, he's, he's part of a good unit on that team. So I, I like him a lot. Brilliant. Uh, Dan, from Harsha Singh, who is the best overseas player for the Delhi Capitals? And how oh, that's, you... a, that's the good question. And it's a tricky question as well, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's so difficult because they've got, you'd say, 
uh, Rabada and Nokia will be the staple two picks out of the bowling group. Obviously, they missed the first couple of games or one at least one game because they didn't pay for a private jet, unlike uh, MI, I think, did with, for, the, for the their player. It's because um, they, they can land on top of the uh, um, Barney house in the middle of it. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> that, that, that's why it costs a billion pounds. It's actually got a r- runway across the top of it. <laughs> So I think Mumbai paid for a private jet to get the cock over so he doesn't have to do quarantine because he goes from bubble to bubble. But mm. um, but unfortunately, Rabada and Nokia have to uh, slum it and do a week in quarantine. Um, uh, there, them two will be the standard picks. I actually went Billings and Stoyness. I'm not a great lover of Hetmeyer um, because I just think he flashes to deceive. He's overpriced, and I would I would go down the Billings and Stoinis route instead. And I'm certainly not a big fan of Steve Smith or Tom Curran either. So uh, it looks like those four by default, really. Brilliant. Um, well, I'm just going to say thanks to Prashad Reddy and uh, Anuj Anjay for uh, your contributions. Very, very well um, received. Um, Max, Marcelino de Kock, do you think David Miller is going to play for Rajasthan Royals? Hmm. I I actually think he could, um, <laughs> because uh, with with Archer out of the side, uh, oh, he's, he's he's a pretty good bowler. Forgot. Yeah, Sorry. No. Um, <laughs> I think I think that sort of um, means that you could bring in uh, one of the one of the the young Indians uh, paces that they've got. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking maybe Akash Singh or Chetan Sakaria, who who they picked up at the auction, um, could come in. I mean, you might as well take a punt because it's with uh, with Archer being out, it's kind of a shot to nothing. And that gives you the op- opportunity to maybe bolster um, the batting a little bit. But um, I would probably choose Liam Livingston over, over David Miller if I were going to go down that route. Okay. Thanks very much for that, Max. Um, Priv- oh, I can't even say it. Priv we Das. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, Shakib Morgan, Dinesh Russell. How does that middle order look, uh, Jack? What, what, what I, I think. I think that's one for you, Ross. You're you're the big Shakib lover. T- t- talk us through your thought process for for KKR, and then if you, if there's anything I want to add, I, I do have thoughts on KKR, but I think you're the one who's spoken most uh, vociferously on that subject. Yeah, I just I think Shakib is an absolutely brilliant player. I think his left arm um, bowling is a huge asset to KKR, especially where they're going to be playing their games in this tournament. Um, I think in terms of him being a power hitter, Dan, I mean, he's just not a power hitter, is he? That's just, that's not, he doesn't do that kind of thing. Um, but when you're surrounded by Dre Russ and Owen Morgan, actually, maybe that doesn't matter quite so much. Owen Morgan was rubbish during the white ball series against India recently. Dre Russ was injured and rubbish in the last year's IPL um so there is it's just massive questions over KKR uh, if they all hit form then it's quite a deadly combination and it'd be great to see Dinesh Kartik walk out into one of his commentary shirts kind of just batting in that because uh they, they, <laughs> they were loved more than I've seen anything else loved on Twitter recently um I think for KKR the, again it's if if they start to fire no like they were all pretty poor last year um and I've got massive questions about even if they're going to make the playoffs actually if I were running KKR I would uh, my preference would probably be to play the two overseas quick bowlers and not have Shakib or Narayan in at all it would be Morgan Russell um, Ferguson and Cummins not at every ground maybe I mean there's, there's there's lots of caveats about that you probably don't want to be doing that at the Chepok for all the reasons Dan gave about 10 minutes ago mm-hmm. but I think you know and we don't really like using best 11 too much on this podcast because it's your best 11 should be flexible because 
cricket is a conditions-based sport. Yep. But I think when possible, uh, I, 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 th- I thought they were at their best, basically, when, when Ferguson and Cummins played together last year. Brilliant. Well, that's uh, exactly what I wanted there, Jackson. Lovely. Um, Suarez Chavan has asked, will this be Virat's last season as captain if RCB don't qualify? Dan, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> the poison Appreciate that nomination there. Um, <laughs> no, it won't be Virat's last season as captain because I think that Vera will probably be the one who chooses when he exits the captain's role. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see him being overthrown by anyone at, at the franchise right now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can never see that actually happening. It's like, um, it's like Donny, isn't it? Like Donny will yeah. only give up the gloves. Like it probably won't even be Donny's last tournament. He'll play till he's about seventy and still be, still be sitting there with his hundred and twenty strike rate from last season. Um, anyway, Gorham <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> has asked about. Um, Dave Warner and Kane Williamson. Uh, Max, you're the big Sunrisers Hyderabad fan. Um, what do well, you think... until we do the live draw. <laughs> what, do... <laughs> what do you think their overseas contingent is going to look like on a game-to-game uh, game basis, more than likely? Um, well, I think that will depend uh, a lot on where they're playing. Um, so Dan mentioned earlier, uh, you know, trying to make sure you've got 12 overs of spin, basically, if you're playing at Chennai. Um, assuming Chennai does what we expect it to, we don't know that for sure because Chennai aren't at home, but there's uh, no reason, I think, to believe that it will be that vastly different from what we've seen. Um, so I, I could see uh, Mohamed Nabi coming in, um, or maybe even maybe even Majib if they're feeling, uh, feeling a bit funny um, for some of those games. But uh, um, ultimately, I think we'll start with... Um, Maybe not start, but I think the the baseline would be having um, Bairstow, uh, Warner, and Williamson in there. Even though I, I I would suggest that maybe Warner might be on his on his way out, um, and then have uh, of Rashid uh, Rashid Khan. But um, I do think there'll be a bit of moving around, and you will see um, a few a few cases where someone will be unlucky to miss out, and it might be Johnny Bairstow because Kate Williamson could throw down a few uh, a few overs of of uh, bomby off spin and. Um, and bring in uh, bring in Mohammed Nabi or, or or someone else. <laughs> I love that, but I still reckon Johnny Bairstow would back himself to bowl some offies as well. So hundred oh, uh, percent, always 100%. the option if Riddiman Sahar's behind the stumps. Um, uh, Swadin, thank you ever so much for your super chat, much appreciated. Um, Vinay, you're gonna get you're gonna get a question in here, mate. Well done, Vinay. Uh, that that is that is persistence personified right there. Um, is Shubman Gill in the same mould as King Legend and will end up slowing them down? Dan? I think on the evidence so far, that's definitely the case. I'm, I'm not convinced about Shubman Gill's upside as a T20 batter right now. I'm not saying he can't do it in the future, but we're, we're dealing with it here and now. And I think that that's an, another question mark for the uh, KKR think tank. Oh, someone's can't see the bat handle behind me, so um, I forgot, I forgot to go this way. So well, there we go. But yep. there's, a, there's there's the cricket bat. There's just you and the umbrella because it rains too much here in England. Um, <laughs> Often use them both together. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so on the Shrub and Gill front, it was quite interesting him coming out to the media ahead of the IPL and saying that strike rate is overrated. Um, Jack, if if you're if you're a player like that. Are you ever opening your mouth and saying something like that for ahead of the IPL, or do you just not think that it's ever going to matter? He's, he's a domestic, um, in international Indian player. He's always going to get a gig. Um, I mean, it. I guess you can say it, 
Um, it's it, and, and like you say, he will get. I mean, he's, Carroll's good, and and Schumann Gill, they they are good players. The the well, I don't know if they're maybe not good, but they're they're probably not below average, and not below average local talent in franchise leagues is. They'll, they'll always get gigs. Um, I, when when KL Rahul said strike rate is overrated, I don't know whether he, you know, made a mistake when he said that, or if he just fundamentally doesn't understand how T20 cricket works. Um, I'm hoping that the King Legend just, you know, it, 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 he was frustrated with people talking about it, and so he came up with some bullshit answer, and um, and that's where it came from. I, I, it would be it would be really worrying from the point of view of someone who thinks Punjab Kings might do quite well this year, if their captain has actually sat down, thought about this, and then gone to the media and said strike rate is overrated. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to Kale Rahul <laughs> batting the whole innings, carrying his bat and coming off with a, oh, that was a pretty good 101, wasn't it, guys? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> we've, we've, we've posted 140. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> um, so in terms of uh, who's actually going to support the teams, Jack. We've got a few minutes remaining. Uh, I think we're going to stop at six. Um, how are we going to pick who we're going to be following this year? Um, we have this hat. So a few people have asked in the in the the questions the questions box mm-hmm. uh, which teams we support, and the answer is we don't really support it. We support cricket, um, <laughs> the cricket podcast. Um, but for this season, we are going to pick some actual teams to support the the deal is if you draw that i've got the list uh, oh, I think, no. are, they, are they all are they, are they the right way around so i've got a list of teams all eight teams the the deal is that you have to support them for the duration of the ipl uh, you can abandon them in june or, or whenever and obviously there are two new teams next year and we want to give it we want to give ourselves a chance to support a new franchise mm-hmm. um the, the, so you have to support the team for the duration of the ipl uh, you also have to buy a piece of team kit and wear it uh, on future IPL podcasts uh, out of your own money, not not from the the, the lovely people donating <laughs> super chats. So you know it can be it can be you can go all out buy the shirt, or you can get a baseball cap, whatever. Dan, you're not obliged to be involved in this, but if you if you want to be, oh, let's do um, it for comedy value. I'm not <laughs> not going to get CSK. <laughs> right. Um, Ross, I, I have to draw this myself. So it, the the hat is off slightly off screen, but yeah. it's it's all above board. All the all the teams are in there. Oh, uh, would you like? Oh, I don't know. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a good color one for CSK? Uh, no, I've, I've not tipped them at all. Um, okay. Would you like to be first, Ross? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, why not? Okay. Uh, the, 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 the Indian Premier League roulette that we are playing. Um, in my in my hand, I have your team. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> first one out. Love it. It's Rajasthan Royals, Ross. You have to support the team. We all agree we'll finish last. Uh, the, the, the team that a lot of dumb England fans follow for no reason. Uh, this is, is going to hinder, them all, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is going to hinder. This is going to hinder. Every time I now talk about Rajasthan, people are just going to think I'm a jumped up English fan, uh, where that's not <laughs> the case. Um, so that's, uh, uh, yeah, so Adam Shanda, you've got, you've, uh, you've got your wish. Rajasthan Royals. I, uh, I, believe, I believe pink. Uh, Max, are you ready? For your uh, I'm team? so ready, yeah. So uh, the, the team is, I hope this is the right way up. <laughs> <laughs> Chennai Super Kings. Oh, dear. 
Well, look. Are you, um, just, just first thoughts, boys. You're gonna go for the hat, the scarf, the the, the t-shirt. I, I, I'm just gonna get. A, I'm gonna get a tattoo just above the uh, breastplate here. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll see what I can. Maybe the biggest lion head I can find. Uh, Dad, are you, um, are you ready? Let's do it. Oh wait, wait, wait. Can we just ask? Out of the six remaining teams, who, who's the one you're most, you, you most want to pick, Dan and Jack? Oh, who I want to pick? Yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of free for anyone now, aren't you? Oh, you want to Mumbai? See, I would. I actually wouldn't want Mumbai. So, because I'm not a glory hunter, but it's great to know our analyst is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what football team do you support? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, it's the same as Ross's. Oh, <laughs> and Jack, out of those teams, Punjab. Uh, Punjab, the team that I've ever that I've felt most close to when they were the, the comeback kings eleven in the second <laughs> half of last year's IPL. I actually was upset when they lost and they didn't make it. Varen um, said he feels this is rigged, and I I would agree. I feel. I, I swear well. to God, I swear to God. Watch back, watch back. I've only been looking at the screen. I've only been looking at the screen. Um, so I'd, I'd like Punjab. Who would I least like? That's that's probably the better question. I think Mumbai. I don't think I, I don't I don't want to be. So I'm not really a big fan of favourites. I I support teams by rooting against, or I support sport by rooting against teams. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. So anyway, Dan, are you ready? Here's your. I think I'm, I'm going to get KKR now. You have. Oh, hello. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's do it. Concord is mine. Yeah, I'm alright. Um, and then here, look, just to prove this isn't rigged, I've got you can see them all here. Now all the so now all the duff ones are out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna throw them all away. This is the last one. Nothing oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Oh jeez. Oh. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Honestly, I think you're going to get banned from the podcast, like CSK and Rajasthan Royals are banned from the IPL. Uh, anyway, there we go. So right. Max ends up with Chennai Super Kings. I end up with Rajasthan Royals. Jack with the mighty Mumbai Indians, and Dan with Virat Kohli's RCB. I mean, what what a selection! What a selection! Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that, I think that was good. I'm looking forward to, to purchasing my Mumbai Indians kit. Uh, it's probably it's one of my least favourite kits, I think. But, um, uh, yeah, I'll have it. I'll have it next episode. I'm I'm a little bit deflated by that. I did want one of the outsiders. Uh, if I'm, I'm honest, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to throwing all my weight behind CSK. It's going to take a bit <laughs> of cognitive dissonance to try and uh, work out reasons why I think they can do it, but I'll I'm going to give it a go. Uh, Max, cool. that's all you can possibly do. And as a wicketkeeper, maybe you can go for the old uh, camouflage gloves in uh, in Could homage. Do. I was I was thinking to, uh... I was thinking just get a nice bright yellow hat to wear behind the stumps for this season. <laughs> but yeah, love it. Right, um, Ross, do you want to give a few messages to our listeners about where they can find us on social media and what they should do in in the build up to the IPL? Because we're we're not exactly sure about our show schedule. We've probably decided that, considering the first match is tomorrow. But we will have a, we will have content, uh, Ross. Um, well, you should listen um, to every single show that we ever do because that's what we love to do. Um, you should like and subscribe on YouTube and whichever podcast platform you listen to uh, us on, as well as thank you ever so much for all of the chats and all of the super chats and all of the stuff that happens on Instagram as well as Twitter. We absolutely love it. And uh, we wouldn't be doing this kind of show week in, week out without you guys. So uh, thank you ever so much. Like and subscribe and uh, we'll see you um, for the next show. Right. Um, there's loads of people in the chat saying that that was rigged. And I swear to God, it wasn't. It couldn't have got any better. If, if, <laughs> if, uh, well, I mean, like, I, I could have got Punjab Kings. Um, and that's what I'd have done. I'd have, I, I really didn't want Chennai Super Kings or Rajasthan Royals. So I'm glad you two got them. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway. Um, 
Great. We'll be back. I think we want to do something tomorrow. And if this live stream is being received well, I see we're up, we were up to 500 people watching, which is mm -hmm. um, pretty good. Lads. So pat ourselves on the back for that. I, I want to come back tomorrow. We'll see how it fits with people uh, with work and so on. But we'll have a load of IPL content. It's a Friday, so up. that helps. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Pick two Dan, teams has been the uh, thing, but sorry, look, you've, I've, you've I've got, just thrown we, everything on you know, the floor. We, we, now, we, so. we, we couldn't possibly do two teams. We're not. We're, I'm a true Radistan Royals fan, and if you pick a team, I hope you back that franchise to the death, like I will. Go Radistan! Right. Um, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we will be back pretty soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network.